The main characters of Fahrenheit 451 are Montag, Clarice, his wife Mildred, and the captain. So Montag's a fireman in this new world. They burn books, like all books, because they like said they were offensive to people and they didn't want people to be offended so they would just burn all the books and no authors could like write a book that was completely inoffensive to everyone so they started burning books uh clarice is kind of like this 17 year old girl who's um who i think she lives nearby montag or like she's just in the area and she like preaches her weird philosophies and like beliefs to montag about like her like how she views the world and what she thinks of it and it's Montag thinking because like he never really questioned anything because of how the world was set up and I, I'll get into that later on um his wife Mildred she's she's always listening to the radio or watching tv what they call the parlor and she just really is like addicted to watching TV and like listening to the radio. And then the police chief, um, like their Montag boss, and they they explain to Montag that every firefighter goes through what he's going through, where like he has a period where they like they become sick or they need time off of work to like read books or stuff like that. And, like, he just tells Montag, like, basically to be careful about that. Because he's, like, be careful about, like, being too interested in, in books or, like, things like that. And the main challenge that Montag faces throughout the book is most of the time he, he's not thinking and doesn't really take in his surroundings and his conversations with, Cla- with like, Cla- Clarice really put into perspective how much he doesn't take into consideration and like all the things that are happening around him like when she asked him a simple question if, if he's happy he couldn't even like process it because his world is so hyperactive he never has time like for himself to think and um like when he burned the lady when he burned the lady that had the books it got him thinking and it like made him sick and he was he started to like become more interested in books and he like tried to bring up the topic to his wife but his wife was basically like unsympathetic to like she's like why would you be burned with books that's her own fault she's like why are you becoming interested in books they're stupid there's no point in them and she was just like really absorbed up in her tv and not really listening to what he was saying um a lot of the choices being made for montag right now he's making them based on new experiences and things he never experienced before like his conversation with Clarice and him burning that one lady they really affected him the most where he's starting to think and you know really consider reading and like trying to hide his books and just the different things and so he's probably slowly gonna like start waking up to like the brainwashing that was put on the whole society and be one of the few who like are actually aware of it um society in this novel obviously it's like um 
basically brainwashing people and getting them to think not for themselves so it's easy to control them and push what they want the advertisements they see and like everything that they see they just keep it running at all times so the citizens never think and become independent and they burn or destroy media that's independent or can offend people and they just basically have people hooked up to machines and just keep them mindless and a lot of the conversations even sound like stiff and sometimes feel like they don't make sense because of how people speak or like they're just used to speaking that way because they're not really used to like interaction or things like that and then like on to my thoughts of the novel um so far i think it's pretty interesting like i think the robotic or like choppy way people talk to each other because like a lot of their world is like fabricated and they're like watching tv a whole bunch and like not really focusing on things it seems like really weird robotic coming from how we are now to seeing how they interact with each other and how like interactions like responses sometimes don't even make sense or like things are just left out like some of the some of the conversation between montag and mildred make it seem like they hate each other or like their in-laws are some someone who you're around often but you don't really like and it's kind of crazy to me because like that's his wife and so it's like what what makes people get married in this world like if you don't really have a connection like what do, how do people even like feel the need to marry is there like benefits that come with it or something like that and then just the last thing is when Cla- when he was talking to Clarice at the beginning, I thought it was interesting when she was like talking about the sun, I mean not the sun, she talked about the moon or like dew or whatever and saying all these facts. I thought it was interesting that she said, she pointed out that Montag was actually like looking at the thing she was pointing out and she said most people she had a conversation with wouldn't even look so I think it's crazy how people wouldn't even like look at the moon or like the grass or anything that really surrounds them and just be super like unaware of their surroundings just in general i thought that was pretty interesting hello and welcome back to the second part of fahrenheit 451 so for this part montag he like becomes interested in reading books or whatever so him and him and his wife Millie, they like start reading, and Montag, like he gets really into it, but Millie'd rather watch TV or other things, and she's not really too into it. So Montag finds like an old English professor named Faber, who used to talk to him about deeper stuff, and he just realized now, and so like he tries to like learn about books or like discuss the deeper meaning behind them with him and so like he goes to to meet him and when he speaks to Faber Faber is like skeptical and he's not really sure that books would really help their society at this point because he kind of feels like it's too far gone but Montag he like starts ripping pages out of the bible and things like that and so Faber like he agrees to try and help Montag with his plan of trying to like fix her society and so he says he gives him like this radio and he says he'll help him in case like his captain tries to intimidate him or in case 
he needs his help. And so when he comes home, his wife, Millie, is talking to her friends, Mrs. Phelps and Mrs. Bowles. And he turns the TV off and reads them a poem. Even though they, like, are moved by the poem, they don't want to discuss what's going on or, like, talk about it. And so Montag kind of, like, he freaks out on them. And um, Faber wants him to, like, stop what he's doing and burn the poem. But he refuses to and he keeps going. And so both both of them leave in a hurry. And his wife goes in the bathroom and swallows pills because she wants to, like, sleep and forget what happened. And then his captain tries to get him to, like, his captain tries to get him to admit he has books and, like, his intentions with them. And Faber helps him like he said he would. Trying to help him as best he can through, like, the intimidation or like him trying to add, get him to admit what he's doing and before like Monty can say anything the alarm sounds and they go like they go to rush off to work or whatever and Montag realizes that they're going to his house um so yeah so the new characters in this one is Faber like the the old professor he had, he had him listed under potential book quarters, and then his wife's friends, Mrs. Phelps and Mrs. Bowles. Change within the characters pretty obviously, because more shit in books and like, he feels like society's broken and tries to fix it and kind of, like, is inspired by the ideas that are written in the books and is confused on why people aren't like as interested in them as he is um while the choices he made were like very emotional and he didn't really think about if he was more careful on how he you know did things then he wouldn't have he probably wouldn't have been targeted to um probably wouldn't have been targeted like his house i don't know you know you know what i mean and then I don't know. Some thoughts I have is just like, who ordered, who ordered the um, the the hit on his house? Does does this captain have like jurisdiction over where they go? Are they told where to go by the military, or like did the military find out information from like? Did the military find out information from? Like, how did the how was the information leaked that he that he had books or he was like reading them or was someone did someone tell them like how exactly did that happen and then also just kind of why he got so mad at his wife's at his wife's friends because he didn't really explode at his wife like that but i guess all of them being there like more than one person just like thinking books are stupid or they're not worth worth their time just pushed him over the edge and that's all I have for it, this part. See you next in part three. Okay, so for the end of the novel, it's like um, Montag goes to his house, burns it down, helps them like burn his house down, and then his captain Beatty or whatever um, help. He like antagonizes him 
saying, like, he's going to do all these things and, like, say, talk to who's on the other side. And so Montag burns him and because of, like, the antagonization. And then Montag, like, finds, like, these... I mean, like, the hound is set loose. They It kills someone, but it's not Montag. And they just kind of, like, lose interest in him. Then he finds, like, these group of people that, um... He finds these group of people that, like, memorize books and still have, like, knowledge of books and, like, kind of, like, joins them and lives off of them and kind of just tries to escape his society. Oh, I, I, I forgot to mention, like, yeah, the city also gets bombed. Um, um Montag's, like, Montag kind of prevailed in, like, his mindset and being able to overcome the... Being able to overcome, uh, you know, the, like, brainwashing the society did and overcoming societal norms and things like that. The thought, my thoughts on the censorship is, like, I thought the censorship was kind of, like, interesting in how the people wanted it and how it was, like, interesting because it was, like, a new take on it and not, like, what we'd see in real life or, like, what we see, like, traditionally or like as a dystopian future type thing where it's just kind of not realistic i mean it's not realistic here but it's like interesting not realistic and um it just kind of gets your mind thinking obviously i think bradbury his thoughts on the idea is like thinks they're extreme and like he portrays their society as extreme and i think it was i think it was extreme enough to where like he wouldn't be considered a communist at the time but, um, extreme enough to, like, get the point across. Well, I, I, I think the censorship in the book was well done for, like, as realistic as it was. And I thought, like, its own society kind of made sense in its own weird way. Um, no real thoughts on the novel. I thought the novel was pretty decent. I, I liked the unique take on censorship. And I liked the kind of, like, ideas that were, that were done. And the world, the world around it seemed like small and contained and kind of like empty but there was like so much going on like it's hard to feel like a world where there's so much feels empty and like hollow and without meaning so i thought it did its job pretty well